Industry Pods and Evergreen Podcast Network are pleased to present the following podcast. What is going on, crypto family? So I guess today we're going to have a panel on gamifying crypto for mass adoption. I tell you, you know, this, uh, this virtual stuff is definitely easier than, you know, flying to Los Angeles and getting a hotel room like we always do there for, for the convention. But, uh, man, I sure miss, you know, all my crazy peeps at the conferences and all those, those sloppy drunken hugs at all the, you know, the after parties and all that cool stuff. But I uh, can't wait till they open California back up and things kind of go back to normal. So um, anyways, I'll be doing the moderation here today, and hopefully I'll do a better job than you know, Chris Wallace did on the debates. So we'll see. You guys can judge me at the end, I guess. But uh, before we actually dive into, um, you know, this this moderation, let's uh, in, into gamification of crypto, all that kind of stuff. Let's take about 30 seconds, I guess, to introduce everybody. And if we could, let's just uh, start off with Aubrey right, right there at the top. Why don't you tell me about yourself, who you are, and all that kind of good stuff. Great. Uh, I appreciate the Chris Wallace joke. That was, that was pretty good. Um, All right, you've, you've done enough talking. All right, next. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. Um, yeah, I'm Aubrey Strobel. I'm the head of communications at Lolly. We're a Bitcoin rewards app that allows people to earn Bitcoin when they shop online. So places like Groupon, Priceline, Expedia, um, and people are just earning fractions of Bitcoin. We have over a thousand merchants. Um, we're about two years old, and we've been, you know, just growing. Um, a ton. So, um, yeah, really excited to be here. Thanks for having me on. Awesome. Let's go next, I guess, with um, Adi. Hey, Rob. Thanks uh, for uh, moderating this session. Um, I'm with uh, Props, co-founder and CEO. Props is a loyalty token. It's uh, a work token. It enables uh, apps to reward their users with uh, benefits in the apps and the financial stake in the network that they're on. Um, it's part of uh, the ownership economy, and the ownership economy doesn't need to be just for DApps and just for crypto geeks, it's for uh, everyone. Uh, and so we're working with uh, Web 2.0 apps that have millions of users and enabling uh, their users and these apps to be aligned with each other and share value. Cool. What you got, Amy? Hi, so my name is Amy Wan. I am actually a securities attorney and founder of Bling. We're blingfi.com. We are literally gamifying crypto so our users can play mobile games. Um, you know, our version, we, we've got, you know, Bitcoin Blast, Bitcoin Blocks, things, uh, a bunch of different mobile games. And the reward is that people can actually earn Bitcoin for it. So we've been around for about 15, 16 months. We have, um, we're approaching 3 million users, you know, and the interesting thing for us is we're literally onboarding people onto crypto who haven't had exposure to crypto before. So 70% of our users, um, have never had a Coinbase account. We've referred them about 1.9 million new accounts and we're profitable. Excellent. That's rare. Oh, Bayong, what you got? Oh, <clears throat> thanks, Robert. Um, uh, my name is Byungju or Mike Lee from Yanolja. Uh, Yanolja is a mobile pl application platform uh, based in Korea. We are number one uh, online travel agency here. And we provide like accommodation bookings, like leisure activities, hotels and franchise and hotel solutions for our users. Uh, we are actually not the, we, we are not like the blockchain based uh, company, but we have, have been successful in gamification of the blockchain or the crypto over the years. Over years of uh, uh, like developments have showed us that we can provide a crypto and blockchain technology to our uh, millions of users which peaks about 8 million uh, active users in the peak seasons. 
And so we are really excited to be here. And we like to talk about how we could uh, spread this kind of a, a new phenomenon in, in this era. Awesome, man. And then for people that don't know me, my name's uh, Robert Beatles. I'm a Christian husband and father. Got a TV show uh, called Crypto Beatles, YouTube channel called uh, Crypto Beatles as well. I've built one of the largest uh, service companies in California, one of the largest real estate companies in Nevada. I'm the founder of uh, Splash Factory. We build a lot of software for companies like the United States Post Office. And I'm also the co-founder and builder of the Monarch Wallet, Monarch Pay, uh, Monarch Health, and uh, in here very soon, Bull Run the Crypto uh, Game. So pleasure to have you all here and talk about uh, gamification of crypto. And, you know, one of those things that, you know, a lot of people don't uh, really understand, like, what gamification of, like, a blockchain company really means. And I think one of the best definitions I could kind of find was, you know, gamification is applying the science and psychology of gaming in a non-game non context to motivate and reward your customers to perform certain desired behaviors. And gamification is, you know, one of the most proven ways to uh, kind of engage community members and kind of keep them coming back for more, so to speak. So if we would, you know, start off with Aubrey here and just kind of talk about, um, you know, who do you think are, are making kind of the most uh, significant like advancements uh, in the blockchain industry through their use of uh, gamification? And, and what, what is it exactly that they're doing that you kind of respect or admire, or, you know, can point to? I mean, I think this panel is doing a great job um, by incentivizing users in, in a bunch of different ways through their platforms. Um, I think the, the component that people really need to um, have is like, you know, how easy is it for your for your users to get involved? How, how easy is it for them to join your platform? And I think um, a lot of times it's like, why should I even be earning crypto? or Bitcoin or whatever your token is in the first place. Like that incentivization is like the people who have nailed that and who are getting those things right are the ones that are succeeding. So it has to be easy and they just have to be incentivized to do it. So, I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of leaders in the space, um, but it just has to be like, why should I even own this in the first place, in my opinion? Gotcha. Anybody else want to chime in? I figure I'll ask each one of you a question then everybody can kind of chime in afterwards. You have uh, any good examples of companies out there in crypto, maybe even yourself, what you guys are all doing or, or any other what, companies what out NBA, there? NBA uh, hotshots are doing is really interesting. I don't know if you guys uh, checked it out, but um, it really does recreate that childhood experience of uh, opening the pack and finding your cards. It happens to be video cards. They happen to be on the blockchain. They happen to be tradable for value. Um, they have to be a digital asset, um, but that is really obfuscated for regular mom and pop uh, users. And that is at the heart of, uh, as you said, gamification and engineering that for users um, as a, a fun experience, as a motivating experience uh, that has nothing to do with the technology behind it. Gotcha. Well, from Yanolja's point, we have tested two types of gamification to our users. First was a reward, and second was a, a like a promotional like roulette gaming. Uh, like for the reward, we noticed that most of people were not really interested in uh, only gaining the crypto for their rewards after they uh, accommodate the bookings inside our platform. But for uh, gamification of some kind of a, a roulette system that we have launched in our platform, um, users can just come in and they can. Uh, do the roulette and then they can obtain some kinds of uh, a crypto or some uh, stable coins in terms how they uh, are getting lucky and that day and from that we found that most of the users uh, they want 
to crypto, but they are not really used to it. So they need to be studied and they need to be educated. So this kind of uh, education took us about six months uh, for our users to actually get a crypto wallet and to get themselves into a crypto trade market. And by seeing those kinds of uh, actions form over the, over the masses, we noticed that the user's retention rates or their conversion rates to uh, actually, actually uh, the service that we provide was getting higher. So those kind of uh, crypto uh, experiences kind of taught us that, uh, well, crypto can be used to facilitate business like us. Gotcha. And Amy, I'd like to pick your brain a little bit because, you know, you're a securities attorney, right? So do you kind of have to be careful in the gamification process, especially like in the U.S.? I know with like Monarch, we had to be like super careful with like referrals and rewards that we paid out because it could end up, you know, kind of getting us in trouble. What, what's kind of like the, the rule of thumb, so to speak, with, you know, gamification rewards and things like that in the space? Yeah, I mean you know, not even not even in the crypto industry, if you just look even broader, right? Like Robinhood has gamified finance and investing and, and stock trading in general. And they've gotten a lot of flack recently for almost making it too easy, making it too addictive, right? So, you know, there's definitely a lot of attention being paid by regulators towards crypto. So I think the crypto industry in general need you know, the, the good players need to be very cautious and compliant about how we proceed. Um, you know, for our company, I almost come at this from an opposite perspective of we're not necessarily gamifying crypto as much as we are financifying um, games because we're a games first company. So, you know, games are our bread and butter. And then to the extent that we work, you know, Bitcoin and crypto and, and other financial services into their um it's really interesting because finance companies are super good with retention. Gaming companies are really good with, you know, user acquisition and daily active usage. So I, I think if you mix the two, you can end up with something really compelling. Very cool. Adi, what's, you know, what's kind of the biggest challenge that you've kind of seen people uh, with implementing like gamification in their, in their platforms, in their companies? What's, what's kind of the biggest challenge? Because we all know that if you're able to do it right, things can be, you know, very, very successful, right? I mean, you look at like Uniswap and Sushi and you look at Hex, you know, those three guys, they, they figured out how to do some serious gamification. What do you think is keeping people, I guess, from, you know, from knocking it out of the park like that? What's the biggest challenge? Yeah, yeah. And I think we've seen companies uh, gamifying over the past two decades. I mean, nothing to do with blockchain. I think blockchain itself represents another set of challenges, but even uh, the Uber loyalty rewards where you can get a diamond status or a this status and get cash back, and, you know, it's, it's all gamifying. Uh, you know, it puts the little bar in front of you and you're this so much short, et cetera. And these are all techniques that everybody on this call uh, is using and, you know, with next generation blockchain technology in order to simplify it for users. Um, and um, I think the challenge is really that we are talking about new business models. And these new business models for, you know, apps to share value with users, you know, what does it mean? How is it going to play out? Has it been tested? And really what we're seeing is innovators like, you know, the folks on this call uh, and companies like Reddit and companies like, you know, the NBA with the hotshots and, and many others are starting to uh, step up uh, and make this more and more mainstream. And, you know, once uh, uh, Lyft uh, starts uh, rewarding their drivers with a stake in the network so that they don't go and demonstrate uh, on the day that uh, Lyft IPOs, 
and they're happy when the company is doing well. Uh, you know, Uber is not going to have any choices, and they're going to have to adopt these new business models of sharing value with end users. And so, I think that's the biggest challenge. It's a little bit of the chicken and and the egg, but uh, we're seeing great strides. And this year is a great uh, year. You know, we at Props uh, have a half dozen apps that have already signed up to the network. Each of them with millions of users. Um, and uh, you know, the 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 genie's out of the hat. Gotcha. Anybody else got anything they want to add to it? I mean, I think that, uh, you know, this, a lot of this topic is, is nothing new. We've been talking about this for a decade, right? Like when it comes to mass adoption of crypto, there are a lot of technical hurdles. People at this conference, you know, people on this panel were probably a lot more tech savvy than your, your average person, but uh, most people don't know how to handle you know, uh, cold storage and private keys and anything of that sort. And so, you know, most people, a lot of people don't even know QR codes still, right? And that should be so simple. So I think, you know, the key in all of this is just, you know, it's it's making a, a lot of design choices for the average user. Cool. Anybody else got anything you want to add? Well, to, to be honest, like implementing a crypto business model was really difficult for us. And we actually did uh, quite large projects, including uh, this milk projects that we did in the Yanoja. And we did it for about two years now because the business model at the initial stage was not implemented for our average users, like uh, everybody's in the panel saying. So for people to understand what the blockchain is, what we thought is that people do not have to actually acknowledge the fact that the service or the reward system they're using is actually run on the blockchain. It is just the fact that they can be uh, enjoyed in the services and they can be more uh, feel valued in the services. The key point was not the blockchain. The blockchain was the only the facilitator and the uh, technology that actually enabled it. So it was really hard for us to understand those kind of uh, uh, hidden messages behind implementing the blockchain technology. But as soon as we were able to get through those kind of uh, um, like uh, psychological barrier, we were more able to uh, uh, generate more, uh, let's say a productive or very implementable services to our users. And it took us a lot, really. Very cool. Yeah, and I'll add, I'll add to that, um, just talking back to the gamification of things. I mean, Lolly, isn't straightforward a game, but we do a lot of marketing around giving people um, an idea, you know, if they would have earned with us, you know, in, in, the, in a way that is a game, like that they would have earned it with us back in uh, like January, 2019, I think Bitcoin was around $3,000, you know, like how much would they have now? Would they 2X or 3X their earnings? And what did that page for the things they would have bought in the first place? So I think giving people that feeling of like, you know, Bitcoin over cash, this, like, this is what you would have had if you would have just earned, because there are other cash back rewards um, companies that, you know, are kind of our competitors. You have like Rakuten, um, which was formerly Ebates, but if we show like, if you would have held that with us, you know, where you would be today, that kind of incentivizes users in, in sort of like a game capacity, I would say, like, it's exciting for them to be like, oh, wow, I 2x my rewards since I first earned with Lolly. So I guess that goes back to the incentivization side of things. 
Yeah, and who knows the way they keep printing all this money. I think a lot of assets are going to continue to go up. And so Bitcoin, who knows, maybe it could two or three X just with, you know, increasing the currency supply by 30%, right? So, but um, Amy, so what do you, um, what do you kind of think about when it comes to gamification, you always get people to kind of like game the system, right? Because if you make, if you make gamification too easy, like with rewards and badges and payouts and things like that, they're able to create bots and do all the stuff that, you know, kind of ends up, you know, hurting the project and it just becomes, you know, just a mess. What's, what's some ways that you think that you can kind of, you can help, uh, I guess, kind of make it to where they don't game the system as easy yet both parties, you know, kind of win-win, so to speak, the user as well as the company both benefit from the gamification process without being gamed in the process, so to speak. Yeah, absolutely. And this is a huge issue um, in our specific industry, right? I, I think with every company, depending on what you're doing, the answer is going to be different. At least for us, we do have a lot of protections around um, fraud. You know, we have bot detection programs. We make everyone verify their email. We have an extra lawyer right now. You know, we refer a lot of users to Coinbase and, and they do a lot of fraud detection as well. Um, at least for us, the answer has been a lot of proprietary fraud detect programs. Gotcha. Anybody else got anything you want to add to it? Daddy? You know, we, we're doing business in the United States and we're enabling um, companies here to enable uh, crypto payments and crypto benefits to their users. Um, and in that sense, you know, we're not inventing the wheel. When somebody is earning a lot, they need to do KYC uh, AML. Um, that's already protection there. Um, the apps that are implementing um, are also um, getting a lot of tools to ensure that they are gamifying in a, in a smart way. So, for example, if you're getting a reward for inviting a, a user, um, you may get a very small part of it on the invite, but you know the vast majority of it when that user is actually verified as a real user. So again, again fighting gamification. And so um, across the board, um, I think that one of the responsibilities of us who are trying to educate the mass consumer market and uh, business market in this country and internationally is to make it easy. And um, it's not expected that each small, medium-sized business is going to have the budgets that Reddit has in order to, or the budgets that uh, Mike's company in Korea has to put millions of dollars and years of development on uh, blockchain. And so there's going to be middleware, there's going to be layer two, there's going to be uh, APIs that make it very simple for apps to implement, and all of that is coming. Um, and uh, that's part of what we want. Gotcha. Aubrey, anything? Um, not to, I mean, Lolly's not so much in the gaming space, but we, I mean, there are some components that we're going to be adding in that I, I can't really share right now. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I really like, I like like crypto puzzle. Like I like some of those um, companies, but in terms of like incentivizing people to earn and, and get Bitcoin, I mean, like Lolly's pretty straightforward on that end. Gotcha. It looks like we got seven minutes left and we get, make sure everybody gets a question and everybody gets to, to chime in on it. Right. So, and then, and then give everybody a chance to let everyone know where to find them. So, um, and forgive me, I, I butchered your name. Uh, is it Bayong? Uh, Mike. You just go by Mike. Okay. <laughs> that makes it yeah. easy. That's hard for me to mess it up. All right, Mike. So, you know, looking at, um, you know, the way that you've, you know, built your company, you know, over the year or whatnot, is there anything you'd go back and do different to kind of apply gamification to it, you know, for better, for worse, anything like that? 
things that you would have done differently or things that you recommend other people should do that maybe you didn't, that you wish you did? Well, uh, there are a lot of things that we have experimented with the crypto or the blockchain. We first experimented with the uh, payment system and then we came to the reward system. And now we are uh, heavily invested in our resources to uh, experiment more on the uh, uh, solution provider side. So like identification for the users and to use those uh, blockchain technology in uh, going somewhere to actually not carry their passports and their, their ID cards and to only use their uh, like simple wallets to uh, check into the hotels in a very automated way. I think that's uh, new ways of checking into hotels in, in this untapped area, arena. And so um, I think one of the lessons that we have learned in the blockchain project, because we are not a blockchain-based company, but we are just a conventional com company, uh, actually a unicorn in Korea. Um, the things we have to do is that we need to look on the side what the users actually want in their um, uh, in their addressing the uh, blockchain or the cryptocurrency. I think so the gamification or the incentivizing them in some ways is actually, actually the uh, easiest and actually more of the uh, fastest way to actually make them into the uh, in the in this kind of blockchain or the crypto. It's not it, because in Korea, uh, because of like the blockchain frenzy, like the prices frenzy in over the years, there were some concerns about people like, um, is blockchain a fraud or like the crypto, is it just like a, a non-rational thing? So those kind of uh, sentiments actually uh, prolonged over the years. But as a conventional service provider, uh, we were actually more focusing on the services, not on the uh, advertising that we are blockchain or not. So I think the values that we have to give our, to our users should be very intact and it should be very concrete in this sense. So uh, yeah, those kind of uh, lessons that I think will, should be implemented also in other uh, blockchain areas too. Gotcha. Anybody else? We've got about a minute before we go to outros. Yeah, I guess I would say, you know, the education side of things, when you're educating people about how they can get their uh, tokens off or their crypto off or just getting them involved and, and it's not a scam and it's not freaky and it's not, you know, why they should be doing it in the first place. Like, that's why I'm interested in, in knowing about what you guys are doing and how you kind of bridge that gap. We do a lot of customer service. <laughs> I mean, we have brand new people who, you know, they, they own their first Bitcoin for the first time. And we literally get customer support tickets that are like, what do I do with this now? You know, and we haven't quite gotten there on the education piece yet, but uh, it's something we're working on. <laughs> yeah, I know for me personally, just with, with our own apps, one of the things that if we could go back in time, that you know, we would have probably done different is really give people a reason to open the apps or interact with the apps every single day and reward them in a way that doesn't uh, put anybody in jail, right? So, because that's one of the problems with cryptocurrencies. So we got about uh, three minutes left. And I wanted to give everybody, you know, at least 30, 45 seconds to tell people where to find each other, right? So Aubrey, where can people go to, uh, to find you and to learn about Lolly and all that good stuff? Yes, we're at lolly.com. Um, we're also at trylolly on Twitter. And then I just launched a new supplemental Twitter account that's going to be giving people like the best deals online. So if you're looking for like the highest Bitcoin back rates, like 28%, 30% back, like 
we're sharing that on a completely different channel so that we don't bombard you with too many um, shocking ads. But um, yep, and then myself, I'm at um, Aubrey Strobel on Twitter, so. Awesome. Great. What about you, Adi? Uh, we're at uh, propsproject.com and uh, at propsproject on uh, Twitter. I think what's important to remember is we hear all the time that blockchain is such a revolution and whatnot, and yet like 90% of our colleagues in the non-blockchain space look at us like they don't get it or we're crazy. Um, and um, it's, it's really exciting to uh, inhale the fact that these solutions are coming to unicorn businesses like Mike's, uh, to you know games uh, like what Amy is doing, uh, to Lolly like uh, what uh, um, Audrey is doing, uh, and um, uh, regular rewards to regular people. More and more people are being educated about it, and this is all starting to work seamlessly for regular companies. Um, and that's really the beginning of the revolution. And you know, from here on. Um, you know, we know that uh, this is going to have a major impact on society, on how our work is conducted, etc. We're almost out of time. Amy, where can people find you? Yeah, sure. So our website is blingfi, blingfi.com. And from our website, you can just get to our Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Um, I'm Amy Y. Wan on Twitter. And yeah, you know, we are on the uh, Android Google Play Store, so you can download our games there. You can just look up Bling or just look up Bitcoin and you'll find our games. Awesome. Mike, I got it right well, down to Yeah, you can Google us at Yanolja and you can find us at yanolja.com. And yeah, it was really exciting to be here. Uh, it was my second uh, summit or the conference uh, next to the Consensus 2020 uh, this summer. Uh, I think most of the uh, crypto or the blockchain company should be uh, doing more uh, productive jobs now and to actually uh, generate more values to the users. And Ayanolja, as it, as it says, uh, we the name of the company is actually called Let's Play in Korean. So I think the gamification and also the crypto should be uh, more promoted in Korea. And we'll do our best to actually uh, give those services to our users. Awesome. It's been a pleasure, peeps. You know, God bless y'all. And we are out of time and I'm easy to find cryptobeetles.com. So awesome, peeps. Well, I guess they'll cut us off any second here. It was a pleasure talking Thank to you, Robert. Businesses. This has been a production of Industry Pods in association with Evergreen Podcasts Network. Hear this and other industry pods at evergreenpodcasts.com, your favorite podcast app, or listen at industrypods.com for your number one virtual conference podcast experience.